Mitch Samu here doing a Mitch Talk episode number one. Now, some of you may be saying, Mitch, you've been doing Mitch Talks for years on Facebook. How can this be episode number one? Uh, Yeah, I started doing Mitch Talks about four or five years ago, and I never really took it very seriously because I thought, who would want to hear me talk about stuff? Mitch Talks were just me randomly having musings and thoughts from my studio, when I'm on a walk, when I'm at an airport, uh, when I saw something interesting while driving, I might pull over and do a Mitch Talk. And I just, it's been kind of, it's just been, we'll talk about that. It's been kind of getting at me the last couple of days, Mitch, do a podcast, And of course, you know, the questions start to come, well, who's going to want to listen to this, right? I mean, who's going to want to listen to a guy just rambling on about stuff? And I thought, well, I don't know. I'm going to do it because there's something my angels are compelling me to be a part of it and to do it. And that's what I'm going to do. So I'm taking this more seriously. I don't know if that's the right way to phrase that. I'm taking this seriously. How about that? Instead of more seriously, I think my wife would get on me for using that phrase. Um, I have an actual studio mic. I'm sitting in front of my computer. I'm in as quiet a place as I can find right now. And I'm just going to do this. There I said, just again, we'll be coming back to that. Uh, This episode is called just is a four letter word and just for documentation it is august 16th in the year 2021 we are a year and a half into the worldwide pandemic so there's that to talk about at some point let me the other thing that i want to do on these is i'm not going to try and watch the clock often when i'm doing a mitch talk on facebook i try to limit it to about five minutes partially because i think facebook appreciates when it's only about five minutes and i start to think well, who the heck wants to listen to me longer than five minutes I've noticed that when I find a podcast that I enjoy listening to, I take them on walks and I like to listen to them for a while. And the people who are making those podcasts aren't terribly concerned with time. So I'm not going to be terribly concerned with time on these. So I guess I would call this the long format. If you hear little clicking sounds in the background, it could be Lola, the mini Labradoodle, walking around the apartment. So this is episode number one, just is a four-letter word. I was going to title it, Nobody is a Just, but I went with just is a four-letter word. And I've already said it several times in the introduction of this episode, the word just. It's a weak word to me. I think we use it as a protection, as a protection word, because sometimes we're afraid of just saying our truth. So we use words like just, um, I hope, if it's okay. One of my favorites, as a friend pointed out to me, is the word well, I often say to people, whenever you hear the word well followed by a comma in a sentence, the very next things that are going to come out are crap and you shouldn't listen to them. Well, 
I was late because, yeah, 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 that's an excuse. So I've often found the word well, comma, as a way to start a weak phrase or start kind of an excuse to protect ourselves. I find the word just is that as well. I find it to be a word to protect, to be a safe harbor. If I use the word just, there's a whole lot of room there for grace. So that if I say, and I've I've said this many times in my life, I'm sure if you think about it, you will think of yourself saying the word just in this context. And I can let you fill in the blank after I use my example. I'm just a piano player. I often say that I'm just a piano player. Now, sometimes, yes, it can be said in fun and, and in jest, right? The cousin of the word just is jest, which means a whole different thing. It can be said in jest, and I get that. But I find myself, but is another word that I, that I hate too, because I'm going to try and change using the word but to and. And I find myself using the word just because we've used it for so long without even knowing that I'm using it until I catch myself. I often use it in a description of me, of something I've done, something I'm offering to you, something I'm offering to the public. This is just another podcast. That's a really good example. This is just another podcast. Well, For me, right away, that diminishes the value of this podcast. And more importantly, it diminishes the value I place on this podcast. I'm excited to do this. I don't know what's going to happen with it. I have no idea where this is going to go. I'm excited to do it, so I'm doing it. Do you see, I'm excited. Those two words, I am, I am excited. I, I excited, right? I wish the word am didn't have to even be in there. I'm excited to do this podcast. Then why would I say this is just another podcast? Well, because if I say just another podcast, you might go, oh, that's so sweet. He's trying this out. Let's be gracious towards him when we give him critique, when we give him comment, because he used the word just. So that means that he's nervous and he's, he doesn't have a lot of faith in what he's doing. He's nervous about stepping out into a world he knows very little about, right? I, I get that. But using the word just is diminutive. I feel like that's the right word I want to use, diminutive. I'm just a piano player. Well, that knocks me down as someone who has spent my entire career since the age of 12 playing keyboards and pianos. I'm going to be 60 in a couple of months. That's a lot of years. They say 10,000 hours makes you an expert. I've put my 10,000 hours in. Don't say I'm just a piano player. No, I'm a piano player. I'm an accompanist. I'm a composer. Do do you feel the energetic difference in that? Uh, uh, Rather than me saying, I'm just a composer. Well, okay. I wonder if some of the greats that I look up to would say a sentence like that. 
I personally do not think of Stephen Sondheim, Stephen Schwartz, Jason Robert Brown. Um, I certainly don't think of them as just composers. I don't think of Alicia Keys as just a composer. Ricky Lee Jones. These are people I love. Barry Manilow. Yes, I said Barry Manilow. Big fan of Barry Manilow growing up in the 70s. I don't think of them as just composers, as just piano players. Why do I do that to myself? So here's your fill in the blank section of the podcast. When have you said, or what what would you put at the at the end of the sentence, I am just? And then you fill in the blank. I'll give you a few moments. I should really have my keyboard here so I could play a little kind of lovely, relaxing Jeopardy type of music. But when have you said that word or what would you put at the end of that sentence? I am just, right? And you can fill in the blank. I am just a school teacher. I am just an accountant. I'm just a mom. I'm just a homemaker. I'm just a woodcrafter. I'm just a gardener. Do you feel how that word diminishes the noun that follows it? I'm a gardener. I'm a mom. I'm an organizer. I'm a Girl Scout troop leader. I'm a minister. I'm a cook. Do you see how that's so different? Neil Donald Walsh in Conversations with God talks about the most important word in every language is the word after the word I. So his point is things like I hope, I wish, I need. What that does universally is that the universe, God, whatever word you want to put on it, gives you what you say after the word I. I need more money. Okay, then we will give you more need. And watch how your need for more money continues to grow. I hope this works out. Okay, watch how hope all of a sudden you get an abundance of hope because you said, I hope. So you're going to get hope, right? So I am, it is, I do. Those are stronger words. You put the word just after those and all of a sudden you're diminishing what's going to follow. I'm just a mom. I'm just a kindergarten teacher. I'm just a college student. I'm just a teenager. I am a teenager. That boy, just saying it, just saying that my chest pops up and I get very strong when I just said that. And believe me, I am not a teenager. <laughs> How goofy is that? Right? I'm not just a piano player. I'm not just a composer. I often, when I get into situations like this, I often like to turn it around if I'm talking with someone about this because they will say, yeah, but Mitch, it's different. I'm just a mom. I'm, I'm just a wife. I'm just a guy who's retired, right? I mean, you hear those kind of phrases. 
I often turn it around on them and because most of the people that I speak with, that I work with, they know me as a piano player, as a pianist and as a composer. And I say to them, well, would you say to me, Mitch, you're just a piano player. Oh, I would never say that about you. You're so incredible as a piano player. Okay, then why would you say it to you? I'm just a graphic artist. I'm just a computer geek. Well, no, take the word just out of it. And, and this may be hard, with, with, which, which is hard for me, which is hard for me to understand. There was a double hard right there. It's hard for me to understand why this should be hard because, I mean, I wonder if it's that Robert Fulgham, all I needed to learn, I learned in kindergarten. The, the simple example is go to a room of kindergartners and ask them to raise their hands. Who's going to be a doctor? Who's going to be an astronaut? Who wants to be a professional football player? And all of the kids raise their hands. But yet go to that exact same class as freshmen in college and they're not all raising their hands because... And I can hear pushback coming from people about this because we have beaten it out of them. We've beaten creativity, excitement, joy, realization that everything is possible out of them through the, the learning from kindergarten through their senior year in high school. We've had them narrow it down. We've had them narrow down that they'll never be a football player. They'll never be an astronaut. They'll never be a doctor. They'll never be a school teacher. So I think that's where we start to use the word just because we hear the word just. Well, I'm just your fifth grade teacher. I don't really have a lot of, no, stop. You're not just anything. Just is a four letter word. Yeah, there's sort of a double entendre there because it is a four letter word and misused it's a four-letter word and you know what I mean by that listen to yourself when you say the word just start to hear yourself start to hear your children start to hear your friends when they say that and can, can you be so bold as to stop them and say you're not just Say that sentence again and take the word just out of it. Because without you being you, I'm just Mitch Samu. I mean, I hope I didn't say that at the very beginning of this podcast, but I know that I heard myself use the word just a few times. This is just a podcast or whatever I may have said in the intro. Well, what what if what if we were to use this as an exercise even if we just did it for ourselves what if we use this as an exercise what if you look in the mirror and if you have to do it just privately what if you look in the mirror and you said i'm just mitch samu even better put a well with a comma in front of that sentence well i'm just mitch samu and use your name well, comma, I'm just fill in the blank with your name. That's not okay. Because we need you. We, 
the earth, the universe, God, whatever you believe in, we need you. Without you, the weave is different. The, the weave of the fabric is different. You may not think you're making a difference. I may not think I'm making a difference. Again, I think that's for another Mitch talk. I think that we look at how many people will subscribe to this podcast. That will make it successful. How many people will mention my name in something? That makes me successful. I get it. I'm on social media. I do Facebook things. And as much as I don't like to admit it, yeah, I look at the number of people who view my videos. I look at the number of likes I get. I do. I'm working on not doing that so much because the secret here is that I'm making an offering. I don't know who may listen to this. I don't know who may not listen to this. That's not why I'm doing it. That's not why I'm making this offering. I'm making this offering because I'm me and it's what I do. Look in the mirror as a experiment. Shut the door to the bathroom. Shut the door to the bedroom. Shut the door to where your mirror is. Do it in your car looking at the rearview mirror. Well... I'm just Mitch Samu, like, and use your name, obviously, and see how that doesn't feel so good, because we need you, we, the corporate we, the universal we, need you to be you, because you're the only one we ever get. I'm going to finish the podcast here, and I'm going to stop and restart because I really want to read the Marion Williamson out loud and I don't have it memorized. So I'm going to stop for a second to load up the Marion Williamson and close with that. Thanks for listening to this maiden voyage into the podcast world. <laughs> Mitch Talks, episode number one. August 16th, 2021, just is a four-letter word. Let me uh, pause and get the Marion Williamson ready so that I can read that and close out that way. Here's the Marion Williamson to end our time together. It's called Our Deepest Fear, and I suspect that you have probably heard it already. It was part of Nelson Mandela's inaugural speech our deepest fear by Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. I want to read that sentence again. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you.
We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. I love that sentence too. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Be good to yourself. Put your oxygen mask on first. There's a reason they tell us to do that. Put your oxygen mask on first. If you don't put your oxygen mask on first, you're not going to be able to help those around you. Love you, bless you, be good. Thanks. Bye.